Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Deep Throats con Moya. Hi, I'm Moya. <laughs> My husband is here, and it's making me nervous. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Why'd you make it sound like that? I don't know. I'm just talking. <laughs> okay, so I thought it'd be fun to ask each other questions to make a podcast episode together. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> All right, come on. And this is my first time doing a podcast with someone else. Usually I'm talking to my imaginary audience, and today I'm talking to my mans. Okay. Is there anything you'd like to share about yourself? Not really. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go over the rules one more time. I already remember. I'm going to go for them anyways. All right. Okay. No profanity. Yes. So we keep it clean. Um, <clears throat> oh my gosh, I have a guy, you <clears throat> uh, We don't talk in detail about our child. Yeah. Um, we don't. No. Yes, we don't talk about location. And I think that was it, right? Except for California love. Yes. Okay, I told you I was going to bring it up. Oh my gosh. Okay, and then, was there another one? No names. Oh, yeah, no names. So, if you haven't already realized it, my real name's not Moya. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to start off with the questions? Sure. Okay, you go first. Yeah, I thought that's what you were asking. <laughs> oh, my Okay. Bad. So, here's my first question. What was one thing that surprised you as a mother and why? Okay, so, okay, when you asked me this initially, I was like, oh, I know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> so, one thing that really surprised me when I became a mom was, like, this awareness of, like, um, knowing where my parents came from. So, I feel like oftentimes we, like, dehumanize our parents, right, when we're, like, children. And we're like, oh, they're a mom, they're a dad, like they're quote-unquote like perfect or like they don't make mistakes and if they do make a mistake it's like oh my gosh how could you like you're a terrible person mm-hmm. yeah but then i became a mom and then i was like oh wait like your parents are human so that's one thing that really surprised me because like you don't really expect that do you worry that our dog our oh it's okay <laughs> our baby our dog will think about <laughs> It's okay. I think I mentioned the gender of our baby in the first podcast episode that I ever made. Alright. Yeah. Well, do you think our dog will (laughs) do that to you? (laughs) Like that our dog will. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think our child is going to dehumanize you? (laughs) And do you think that's going to affect you? Um, I feel like, yeah, she'll probably go through like a phase where she'll like, she'll do that. And then eventually hopefully one day she'll be able to like realize oh my mom's human you know yeah because we can't be perfect mm-hmm. and i think that's like a really hard part about like becoming a parent is like you kind of have to accept that you're gonna mess up and it's gonna impact your child even if it means like missing one like basketball game or something like that like that whole that one event might affect them i think what you're getting at too 
that considering like our lives right mm -hmm. i think one frustration that i've always had like as a kid was the the lack of communication or like the lack of support right yeah and i think that's where like as a kid like reflecting back right i think that as a kid that's all you really need because if your parents are honest and saying like hey look i work two jobs i don't i can't really make it or hey i'm really tired today and just being open and honest and leaving that door open oh my gosh who's that okay wait but i don't know when it copyrighted <laughs> no you the only way you get copyrighted is if you playing a song not oh, singing okay. the song okay it's like quotation Bruno oh, Mars okay slash six on it okay go. go on i quoted them sorry so i interrupted you <laughs> all right but anyway i'm saying like if you leave that space open for your child i'm assuming i would assume that that there's not really much to get upset with because i think that if we tell our child hey i'm really tired today and i'm going through a lot i would hope that our child would be kind of understanding and that we would have taught our child like hey like these are the things like you need to be understanding that we're human we can't always do these things like we have limitations we have boundaries so i think that growing up that's what we lacked so that's why i think that dehumanization comes in because oftentimes our parents did things without communicating so then it becomes like frustrating right yeah but i mean i think you also have to take into consideration like how much can a child understand so like for example like a six-year-old won't understand like hey mommy's really like mentally drained right now um, I'm not going to go with you to your cousin's birthday party. You know, something like that. And then when you're six, like, something traumatic happens at the birthday party where, like, I don't know, like, you drown, right? This actually happened to me, by the way. <laughs> and you're kind of like, well, my mom wasn't there. Like, mommy wasn't there to protect me. So it's kind of like those little things, right? And then it, it's not until you, like, get a little bit older where it's not as big as it once was when you were little and only we're only able to comprehend like so much so i think it's funny because it made me think of this right now right you there's this uh youtube channel that does um they'll try and teach uh something to oh different yeah types of people, a child right? a, a high schooler yeah. a college student and yeah. the conversations like get deeper with each like conversation yeah they get more complex yeah they stuff. get more complex so one thing that i find interesting that you're bringing up is that i think like applying that method right thinking of how like you can teach a kid physics but you have to find a way and use language and you have to like accommodate to their understanding yeah okay i like that i like that so i think that in a way yeah we could talk to our child like it doesn't matter if they're six or two or six months there's a way in communicating with them yeah and letting them know like hey this isn't okay or hey i need this and i think that there's space for them to understand because again like i think that like for example when it came to my dad and I, right, mm -hmm. um, I knew my dad worked a lot, but there was days that he'd be off, and I'd be like, hey, you're going to come to my game? He's like, no. But I knew he was home. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that's kind of frustrating on me, because like, okay, you've never been to a concert, or you've never been to a game, and yeah. you're telling me you're tired, but you're not making the effort. 
Yeah, because like you see that he's home. Yeah. So you kind of create your own narrative, and usually it's when you're young, it just becomes like your fault. Yeah, and then you yeah. feel, and then as the child, you feel bad yeah. because you're like, well, okay, so is it because you're tired or is it because you don't want to support me? Like, what is it? And this is like in high school. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing is like. We often think, oh, our kids don't notice things. They need, they see a yeah, lot. Yeah, they, they watch you. They, they see everything. They notice a lot about us. And I think oftentimes we may forget that they know us a lot more. Than they we know think. us better than we think. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I'm going to move on to my question. We might even have to, like, cut this down a bit. We're going <laughs> so ooh, deep. Deep throats, baby. <laughs> Exactly. You're disgusting. Okay, anyways. (laughs) Knowing of all the insecurities I struggle with when it comes to the roles I play in our life, what is something you see in me you wish I could see in myself? Okay, can you repeat the question one more time? That's That was a lot to digest. You can read it. I'll let you read it. Thank you very much. You want me to read it again? Um, if that okay. helps you, if reading it out loud yes, helps it you. it will definitely okay. help me. Go ahead. Knowing of the insecurities I struggle with when it comes to the roles I play in our life, what is something you see in me you wish I could see in myself? You forgot the in. English major. Okay, let's see. Um... I think often you do not want to recognize the hard work that you put in and the space that you create oftentimes i notice you put yourself down for some reason and you're like oh i suck and this and this and that but it's it's kind of like i'm like i'm not mad like oftentimes you'll be like oh i'm such a bad wife i'm like well why i ask you and you have no reasoning you just for some reason you're just i'm a bad wife i'm like (laughs) Well, you can't just say you're some, you're bad at something when you don't have an explanation and why. So I think sometimes you're a little too hard on yourself. Like, you are always hard on yourself. And I wish that sometimes you would take that step back and be like, you know what? I've been doing the best I can. I know I'm tired. I know I'm overwhelmed. I know I'm stressed. And you just kind of maybe have a checklist of things like, okay, well, how am I feeling? Like, what am I going through? what am i processing you know what's going on today like am i you know am i going through my period or something (laughs) i don't know like there's so much of these things that you deal with on a day-to-day basis yeah and for context i get extremely emotional and hormonal on my period that's not him like throwing a jab at me i genuinely get like super emotional and uncomfortable and irritable and on top of that just to be also aware is like our like the way our relationship works quite often is i go to work and i work full time and you know i try my best as a father to pitch in where i can and my wife and i we have set these roles for each other now it's not to say that because she's a woman she stays at home and cooks and cleans it's a to say well if she first per per se let's say this became this made so much more money and this was like really going well for her and popping off and she was making millions of dollars doing these podcasts <laughs> that's what's then, gonna happen <laughs> well hey you gotta put it into the universe baby you know like 
then maybe we might have to consider like switching roles, switching or roles because obviously like if that was the case then that's something that we'd have to talk about and i could easily be, become the stay-at-home dad and i wouldn't have no issues with that because i love our child at the end of the day and um i want to see my wife successful just as she has seen me through my success and my uh challenges so um, yeah i think like once you put the gender norms aside and then you just focus on like practicality you're kind of able to play the roles that you're i don't know i wouldn't even say roles it's just like it's just a matter of like what needs to get done yeah that's really what it boils down to because wait i feel like we're going off tangent no we're not yes we are no that's not even part of the question babe no because i feel like it's important to know where we stand in this part because people might think i mean i'm just thinking like if i were listening to this and i'm all of a sudden saying (laughs) oh my wife stays home and cooks and cleans and does this maybe people might get offended by that well you know their offense is not our problem we live the life we live and our relationship is the relationship that it is it works for us yeah but I'm just saying, like, I like to give a little context in the sense, like, <laughs> of, like, hey, this is, like, our life. Like, this is how it works for us. Because people want to know. And maybe, like you mentioned... Cheese muscle. <laughs> like you mentioned, it might be a good message for somebody out there. Yeah. That's your intention with this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I just think it's cool yeah, to, like... putting my business out there. <laughs> yeah. So, I think it's cool to, like, just chat about... I mean, you got me on here, so we're going to have a good conversation. (laughs) But anyway, I really do think, like, it's not a matter of roles. It's just my wife and I, we really think, like, what needs to get done. And that's just it. Mm -hmm. So I'm never, I have no issue coming home, cooking and cleaning. And she has no issue being able to find a job if need be. If I had to. Yeah. I don't want to right now. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, that's not what I want. (laughs) Yeah. We're really happy with our lives, and we're happy with the direction that we have. Um, yeah. We, we're in constant communication with things, so it's just been... Obviously. Really, it's been really... Um, it's been awesome to see her grow as a person, especially considering, like, she's come a long way from when our child was first born to now our child is almost a year old. Yeah, because I struggled, like, really bad with, like, postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety, I feel like I'm in a much better place now. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because, you know, my wife breastfeeds our child, so it's a lot of work on her. She does a lot when it comes to, you know, having to take care of our our child, and that is obviously, like, difficult for, her, for my wife, you know? I kind of want to add in a disclaimer to that. It's not to say that breastfeeding is a lot more work than, like, formula feeding or bottle feeding, but... The truth is when it comes to breastfeeding like you're nursing you your body isn't just yours you're literally sharing your body with another human being and that's really hard it's hard to share the load like you know yeah because i was gonna mention like um and I, i'm glad that you said that because i'm just talking you know i told i told my wife this when we were talking yesterday <laughs> um i mentioned hey like when you and i talk i just I don't even think I just go <laughs> like it just rolls out no walls no walls man but um, the point that I'm trying to make here is that I've watched my wife had to have to struggle and I can't do anything I it's not like I can give 
my child, my boob. Which is useless nipples. Yeah, she likes to call them my useless nipples. But my point being, it's not like I can pull my my boob out and say, all right, well, I got milk here. It's like literally I have to watch and just hope that, you know, our child will go down or our child will be okay. And, you know, there are times where as a father, I feel very defeated because, you know, I can't put our child down for a nap or I can't put our child down to sleep. So sometimes like that is the challenge of, you know, a um, it's a challenge that we face as a couple and, you know, that's where I need to step in as a father to be like, okay, well, if you're going to take that load on, then I need to do something else. So, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you got me on here. You requested this. I just signaled him to wrap it up. <laughs> okay. Um. Wait, it's my turn. Ask me your question. Yeah. Okay. So my second question is, what is one challenge you face on a day-to-day basis as a mom and how have you tried? tried to overcome it see i feel like this is like forever changing because there's like different seasons in in my case motherhood right and as a stay-at-home mom yeah i feel like currently right now it's just having grace with myself when it comes (laughs) you're so silly when it comes to um just our daughter's struggles because there are things that are out of my hand. Hands, I have two. And um, it's mostly because our child is becoming more aware of things. They are um, developing gross motor skills and, you know, like wanting to walk and like crawling everywhere and um, picking things up, uh, eating and stuff like that. So they, oh, it's our cat. <laughs> and they become very overwhelmed and sometimes a little restless uncomfortable and with the teething so I feel like on a day-to-day I've been struggling with reminding myself that it's not my fault that our child is just going through stuff and my role as a parent isn't to fix it it is to just support her and oops support them and be there for them Honestly, we've already. I know. I just. I'm still gonna try. (laughs) Yeah, and just be that there for them, um, and just guide them in the right direction. Give them the tools to be able to conquer things um, themselves, and teach them where and who to rely on at the end of the day. And for me, that's uh, God. But for others, it might be known as something else. So. I think uh, one thing that you kind of hit the spot on too, like for example, because it's like exactly what I'm thinking about what you brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Look at you answering my questions for me. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just adding chiming in. You know, like yesterday um, I was at work and I was in mm-hmm. a meeting mm-hmm. and she messages me. Um, sorry, I'm gonna get our cat down. Here we go. She's really excited. So uh, I was in a meeting. And um, this meeting was pretty important and I couldn't really leave it. And um, my wife texts me and says, hey, um, I'm overwhelmed. overwhelmed. Can you please come home? Can you please come home? And I messaged her back quickly and I said, hey, I'm I'm stuck in a meeting. I can't really leave. And luckily she got our child down and it was (laughs) very, 
it was very it was a very difficult situation for her she, for a whole hour she couldn't yeah get i was trying to get her down for an entire hour so it's just like when those things happen like and i'm not here it's like it can be like difficult for me as a father and obviously difficult for me as a husband to see her go through those things and then you know we we got our dinner last night and then we're eating and then we're getting her ready for bed and she just had yeah she was just crying yeah it's because of the teeth they're like super uncomfortable and then and she was just really upset and just anything oh my goodness chicken anything chicken is our cat that's the one name i will expose on this podcast (laughs) expose because she's a bad cat (laughs) (laughs) anyway um yeah that was rough she just was having the most difficult time so we were just overwhelmed as parents and Mm -hmm. you know my wife says all right let's just put her on the bed and we'll figure it out and i said all right sounds good to me and eventually i slept yeah we all slept (laughs) and she was comfortable and you know although we weren't comfortable we typically don't bed share we do co-sleep because we like share the same room but we don't um bed share just because it's uncomfortable for like all of us well well, maybe not our kid but yeah (laughs) she's having a blast yeah we need to get a bigger bed yeah we're that's a work uh work in progress work in progress but your question now all right i'm gonna ask how have your values changed since becoming a parent I would say um, one thing that I mention often to one thing that I mention often to other couples that are like starting off, especially like to the husbands. Oh yeah, they're either trying or they're in the early stages of like you know, marriage or family, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Overall, um, one thing for me is um, just giving time to your family. Whether that means your wife, or whether that means your kids. Or your spouse. Or, yeah, I said wife, or kids. Yeah, but not everyone's straight. Oh, (laughs) sorry. Or your partner. Yeah, your partner. Open-minded, sorry about that. Wait, is spouse only, like, wife? I believe so. Spouse mean wife? I believe. We can look that up, hold on. Let's look that up real quick. Yeah, I'm curious now. Curious, curious. A husband or wife, actually, sorry. My apologies in relation to their partner so spouse is not just um my apologies we didn't know now we know so yes their spouse oh yeah their spouse so whether it's yeah whatever 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 it may be um i always tell them uh just be there just be present yeah um especially when you know shoot your shot where you can (laughs) <laughs> just, is that I, how that works? I, I don't, don't think know what so. You're talking Maybe about. I'm using it wrong. <laughs> anyway, my point being is like, for example, you know, if it's a new couple and they're having a family, like just reminding them, like, hey, remember to take your time for your family and especially for each other, because oftentimes we can forget, you know, taking care of each other and you know, quality time is goes a long way. My my turn now. Mm, well, actually, I am going to. <gasps> no, don't do it. Cut it short here. Oh yeah, no. Yes, and I will add in the sponsorship. Wow. After this, I am so <laughs> upset right now. No, you're not. And yeah. then 
we will record this at another time. Maybe Why? tonight when Why? the baby is sleeping Why? over her grandma's. Why? Okay. Why? Stop. California. Okay, we're back now from my sponsorship, and we also recorded part two of this podcast episode because it was like hella long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we talk a lot, mm-hmm. so I think I just touched Corduroy's butt. <laughs> I touched my cat's butt right now. Not on purpose. It was an accident. Um, don't touch your cat's butt. That's weird. Yeah, so I hope you enjoyed part one of today's episode and stay tuned for part two which should come out the week after this is posted so yeah don't do that it's so <laughs> cringy yeah <laughs> okay so um yeah thank you for tuning in to deep throats con moya catch y'all on the flippity flip catch y'all on the flippity, flippity flip. flip wait will we get copyrighted flippity flip okay michael scott quotations flippity from the flip. office all right bye flippity flip. i don't know how to stop recording oh here we go <laughs>